Hey, hey, hey. And guess what day it is? It is Friday. Happy Friday. And guess what happens every single Friday, you guys? Guess what happens? Well, something that has consistently been happening now for over two years, and that is my beloved podcast. And so welcome, welcome, welcome. And I want to really give you a big insight on what's going to be happening on the show tonight. So make sure you subscribe because you do not want to miss this one. Because I know you're probably thinking, but Terry, you say that on every show. Well, guys, I have to tell you that as a coach of world-class biohacking modalities, I bring on the healers, the coaches, and the best of the best who know how to go through the subconscious mind. So if you are looking for a deep dive into a transformation every single week, we bring someone special on the show and what we've got lined up for you today is actually very different now we're going to bring on adela needless to say this woman is going to go on a really deep spiritual insight with what she actually does because this is a sanctuary that is going to really lift up your soul and we really encourage you to subscribe because every episode has so much of a treasure trove of knowledge and revelation just waiting to unfold for you in your life so let's talk about what's coming up for you and what you can expect we're going to go on this journey and we're going to focus on what science, psychology and spiritual healing bring together with the power of this plant medicine. So as you know, ayahuasca, as I've said, and whether you know about it or not, meets the wisdom of psychological therapies that is known for its psychedelic healing. So very different and something that I haven't practiced before, but maybe you might like to just hear about how this can kind of like inspire your mind just by listening to it. So Adela has crafted a program that seamlessly blends strategy, intervention, psychology with her amazing therapy and spiritual insights. So you're going to hear her personal transformation, you know, where she's gone from, you know, complete loneliness and gone on a search for presence and peace. Now, who doesn't want presence and peace, right? Mind you that these are two of her values, right? Presence, omnipresence, and that inner peace. And I actually believe no matter what field, no matter what is your actual desire and your dream, I do believe that peace and being present are absolutely incredibly powerful for anyone 
and everyone. Because when we've got peace, there is so much that we can do. But when we bring in Adela to our studio here, she's going to go through the discovery of the warrior of love within yourself, how you can find that warrior of love on a profound journey and go on a deep and meaningful search for significance in your life where there's a theme definitely going on in the show at the moment, you guys, based on pleasure and pain to your true essence. Sound good? Well, let's bring her on, but you're going to have to subscribe. So make sure you're listening in, subscribing, and remember sharing is caring. So if you're going to listen in to this show tonight, I have to tell you, get ready because we're going to unlock the mysteries of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And I promise you, every episode is just taking you a step closer to the life that you truly envision. So sit back, relax, get yourself your favorite bevy, and let's go you guys let's go let's bring it all together adela 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 how are you adela i'm very excited (laughs) i am too (laughs) this is going to be (laughs) <laughs> so am I. It's the gratitude is all mine. And thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is going to be an exciting conversation because I don't think we've ever had, I mean, the topic and the theme is very familiar and will be very familiar to many of our listeners. But as far as your your methodology and what we're going to speak about, it's very original because we're going to talk about something that's very, very powerful in the sense of plant medicine and rituals and, of course, your incredible coaching methodology. But, of course, this didn't just start from rainbows and butterflies. It never does, right? Never. (laughs) Never. Yeah. I am sure a lot of our listeners are going to uh, just saying to themselves, wonder what this chapter is going to be about this week because this goes right back because this is really about the person that's felt so much abandonment and it's kind of like shown up in their life as just being involved in toxic relationships and feeling just so isolated and lonely and, um, you know, just that sense of just feeling so rejected in life. And yet your beginnings go right back to the mother's womb even though we know right that it goes back beyond the mother's womb and we carry ancestral dna that is imprinted there is something spectacular that you are now doing for your clients as a result of your experience 
So I'm going to start off with the question. How do you believe or what do you believe were the experiences in the womb where you obviously uh, didn't know consciously but maybe at a some kind of a spiritual level there was a situation going on with your mother who was a young mother who was a uh, an unmarried woman was that right was she unmarried yeah, she was 19 years old when she had how me. old 19 she was so young yeah so she's a 19 year old girl and all of a sudden the man that impregnated her kind of just rejected it all is that right yeah yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. so this is where it all begins so your beginnings you're in your mother's womb and you know they do say that infants do hear anyway they do pick up the mother's kind of you know the the feelings and the the energy and of course her being faced with pregnancy now there was also another element of this because not only was your mother a young woman who was being rejected from your father what was going on with your grandfather well, um, my grandfather was dealing with emotion in the best way he could. Uh, he was thinking he wants to kill himself. He, he never did, but he, he tried to do that. And there was a lot of stress and more, um, more anxiousness and more separation into the family um, because of the of the perspective of the of a small village in back then in 88 in the in a small village in Romania in the north of Romania so mm, yeah so small village you know young young woman you're in you're in the womb and then you know all of a sudden so where we see the puzzle of your zone of genius we see this is the first implementation of rejection and as as listeners can you know really hear this you may be able to pick up clues of your own life and how maybe the emotions of your family of origin had a really big element to do with this so with that impact of family dynamics how did your upbringing go with your grandparents and you know um were they basically contributing and were they the ones that were basically raising you uh yeah so um, the way i remember it and the way i was able to put it all together as a puzzle because uh, definitely there were stories i could not go so deep into um because again uh, everybody has a specific capacity capacity you know to to withhold those emotions and process them um but what i know is yeah the first uh, year of my life my mom wasn't with me so i was i was living with my grandparents they were uh, in the end the ones supporting me but yeah imagine that little child uh, feeling that separation and then feeling that separation of being without the mother with grandparents that they also didn't want them 
didn't want her no so the story behind was um there's nobody here to care for me yeah like, uh, uh, i don't know my mom's not here my grandparents doesn't love me actually because i mean they love me for sure they grew up they grew me and they love me but i was able to to perceive that emotions as i was able to perceive mm. the emotion i was perceiving at six years old when my grandmother was experienced a very tough uh experience i don't want to go too deep into that but it was like i didn't know what was happening but i felt it and it had a big influence on my sexuality as well uh toward my life of I course. With 28. yeah yeah so basically what so basically what is happening here so first of all you've got your first abandonment in the in the womb when your father actually rejects you the yeah. second one when your mother was in despair and in the first year of your life you your mother wasn't around for you and obviously this is where you have really come to know that you know, the only reason she wasn't there for you is because she wasn't able to be there because she needed someone to be there for her. So she obviously, there for herself. yeah, absolutely. Now, it's interesting because a person can quite often go through their life feeling lonely, feeling a sense of rejection, wondering what, why am I attracting all these people? But this is how we have kind of, uh, being the genius zone here, we have kind of really mapped out some of those significant emotional events. So those two being two of them. And then when you were just 12 years old, you found out that the man that you thought was your father was not your father. So how yeah. did that how did that impact you? So I will tell you my story. So I was like 12 years old. I was living now at six, around six, I, I moved with um, um, the husband of my mother, the one that I thought was my dad, my father. And I didn't feel his love, but, you know, I had a dad. So it comes 12, I, I'm 12 and my grandmother is telling me, uh, hey, um, didn't you know? <laughs> you know, that your dad is not your dad, that your dad actually abandoned you. And like, oh my God, this looks like it's a story of telenovela. This this cannot happen to me. What? 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 And yeah. Yeah. I, I'm completely alone, Teddy. I'm completely alone. So my grand, my mother, my mother is in Italy. She broke up with the first husband, with the one I thought was my dad, and she was very far away. So I was again uh, with my grandparents, alone, feeling alone and feeling alone in that distress because it was my grandmother telling me this and it was just me there not being able to speak with my mother because she was in italy we could not call back then i remember but it wasn't so easy to just have a call <laughs> and yeah i think there was the moment i shut down because all my memories are like um i was rebel i was enjoying life 100% going to parties being the um, uh, heart of the of the party uh, organizing and also probably there I, I really start to make steps toward my mission 
toward the good mm. part of life. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just going back to your story, it's really okay. interesting because even being the life of the party, as you say so, um, you know, that plays a kind of a quite often people can compensate. And I don't know whether I'd call it compensate or as you have come to discover, the weakness becomes the strength. So all of a sudden what is lacking in the person's life becomes his strength. So you sound like you're one of these people that can go into a party and, and be the life of the party because you can make everyone else feel good about themselves. But the, the element here that I really, really picked up in your zone of genius is that in the abandonment that you had from your mother's womb at a subconscious level, at the as the one-year-old when your mum, you know, was not able to care for you. And then in that pertinent moment when all of a sudden, you know, you get told your father's not your father, this literally changes a person's way that they see their whole identity, right? And, you know, I... You know, my mother has a very similar story, only different. Her mother, just quickly, had her at the age of 15. And in actual fact, she actually was firstly given up for the first year or two of her life. So, you know, that abandonment, I'm familiar with the feeling because it came down the family line. And there's nothing like transparency because when you bring things into the light, that's when everything is set free. But the part that's also very um, parallel is that when my mother met my father and my grandmother absolutely loved my, my father, she sat down and told my mum for the first time the story that she had been given up at that age all of a sudden her whole identity changed. So, you know, this is this is just like, you know, I, I believe this is what makes my mum such a gracious, peaceful and loving person. And, of course, your program and what you do for people is all around peace and love and really just um, finding themselves and their discovery to inside themselves. But you say that when you hit 28, there was a loneliness where you became obviously more conscious about it. What factors do you believe kind of came up for you that made you realise how insecure you were feeling and unloved at 28? Were, were you attracting toxic relationships? Like what was happening? Mm. I think it was, first it was the feeling. It was the feeling, like encountering a new uh, dimension of myself. Like um, it wasn't like I wasn't living because I lived so much and I cried so much. But probably with 12, I shut down so much that... I wasn't able to actually be because it was so painful. It was so painful to be with that. 
So when I discovered that dimension, then I hope where, where this is coming from. And that's where I started my journey as working with uh, therapists and uh, doing my journey with um, mushrooms and sacred plants. Wow. So when we think of like mushrooms, we think of like the mushrooms that you have in Bali. Are the mushrooms that you're talking about actually the same or are they more on the line that they're specifically like they're ceremonial, like the ayahuasca? Um, can you talk about that? What, what kind of mushrooms that this is? Um, I've been living in Bali. I never encountered nobody selling me mushrooms there. So I don't know what mushrooms ex explicitly are you speaking about. But the mushroom I speak about, the, the ones that comes from the ceremony are uh, salusibi uh, mushrooms. It can be terrace, it can be golden. Uh, they have so many names <laughs> depending yeah. on their... Um, or on their potency, on their capability to make you uh, visualize or be just more present. Um, so yeah, and was... obviously this is this is something to do like with your strategic therapy, where you bring the the psychology together with the spirituality. Um, I know that there's a lot of my own mentors that that do actually have the ceremonial rituals where they have the plant medicine because they say that the plant medicine is like a it's it like teaches them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I love to work with with um, sacred plants because yeah, the ego wants to put the hand over everything, especially with us uh, therapists, you know, I think there's this battle, you no, know, inside, but it is your hell, but with, with sacred plants, especially with sacred plants, that's why I combine intervention and sacred plant uh, process, me coaching through a process of microdosing, is that, yeah, I, I see people connecting. I see people connecting with, with what they really are, with their strength, with their higher selves, let's say. Yeah. You want to see it from a spiritual level. So uh, the plant is just talking with them. It's, it's showing them from within. I prepare them from outside. Yeah, I, I help them focus to parts of themselves that they need to watch. But the plant is also the one that is giving the, the answer to them from within, giving the experience and what I love about plant medicine is giving this, this wonderful love of, of mother, a mother that loves you. And uh, it's interesting is, about that. That's mm -hmm. interesting because you say it gives like the mother's love. Mm -hmm. And that is precisely exactly what your mother probably required and you definitely required and what you've got now you obviously have that because you're now transforming other people's wounds into wisdom and you're taking them on a beautiful journey uh, to self-love and peace and you know you know the the understanding of the therapy you use so you use the therapy together with the plant medicine is that right yeah so 
first we sit on a one-to-one -one call. It can be like two hours or one and a half, depending on how much do you need. Um, so that's the premise. We sit there and we watch through your lives and I, I touch you gently there and here and I connect with you and I feel you and um, I just I'm able to see where you where you where do you escape from <laughs> and where it's okay. hard to reach, right so can I just can I just translate for a moment because obviously yeah. we we have your the English is not your first language Thank so you because you, you're talking about um on the on the telephone as well when you're speaking to them over a call when you say you're touching them do you mean you're awakening is that what you mean it's not like uh, I, mean, physical I, touch. I touch the pain. I yeah. I touch the pain. I touch the pain. It's need to touch the pain in order to see it, recognize it, and then heal it. So it's a it's a two hours of understanding, accepting, and healing. It's very quick. Yeah, so I've got it. It's yeah. Like we move the big rock, okay? And then what's happening? That rock has momentum, and we go to a two months or six months or four months, depending on the person, how much it needs, because we are not the same. It's not, and I'm here with, I'm, I'm, I'm here for them. No? And in that month, they put in practice what they, they have learned in the intervention. They, they make the decision from the new identity that we create in that first session. Yeah. Wow. Which and is, then, that's huge, isn't it? Because it's like, you know, um, it's almost like don't run away from the pain. Instead, let's wake it up. Let's touch, let's feel into it. That's 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 what I'm getting, like feel into that pain and it's like you're actually literally unveiling the layers. So this is Obviously, for people that are listening, Adela has gone through this incredible transformation and the strategy that is utilised in the coaching strategy together with the plant medicine comes together and for Adela and for the, the clients that she really calls in, this works absolutely tremendously. So as you're actually going through the first session and you probably can remember your own first session, but obviously this is what you're now imparting with others. How is this like, are they going deep into their childhood wounds? Is it usually that they're going back to their, their childhood wounds or is it usually something that's a lot more kind of recent? Okay, so, yeah, through the questions, we go as deep as we we can my interest is to go to find the genesis to find that specific moment that impactful moment in which you decided something about the world outside of you about yourself it's the creation of your identity as you were saying before so we need to go it, sometimes people uh, come to me uh, and they are they worked a lot already in their life i can see them like it's not they they just started and I'm able to um, surface that from from um, not it's not needed, you know, to touch so deeper the pain. Uh, I need to touch it depending on on your capacity to to work with it and to feel it, no, right? And 
um, we go into that childhood wound, yeah? And from there, what we do is what you actually needed from the beginning when it was created, what, what, you, what I needed with 12. Because it was such a fucking stressful moment for me to realize that my dad is not my dad. Come on. This is a bad oh, yeah. fucking news. What I need is I need love. I need somebody to be there with me and hold me meanwhile I'm crying. Meanwhile mm. I'm despairing and reminding me that I'm loved, that I'm cared. I didn't have nothing of that. So what I'm translating into the, the work I do and the strategy is going deep into that and then give it love. Give it your presence. Yeah. And that's why I like to work with sacred plants again, because it's working on that side of um, mothering yourself, like actually yeah. mothering yourself, being there for yourself, loving yourself, uh, embracing yourself. And you know what? If I have to cry, I cry. But I'm not Absolutely. alone. Absolutely. It's healthy. It's actually healthy to feel into this and have that safe space where you can just release and 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 completely, you know, it's it's a huge part of dissolving, clearing, and releasing. And you know, I see from our talk that we had as well, there's there's five really significant uh, steps that you're taking your client through. And obviously, no doubt, this is exactly what you went through yourself. And, and, and the number one is discovering the meaning of life and going deep into that meaning and integrating how the, the wounds become the value system this is yeah. huge because i i oh, can really relate people, to that. the diamond the the phoenix uh, that's what i see that's what that's what i see always that rena renaissance no that reburn and it's so beautiful as i see it, it in the ceremony with with manuel when i when i go and facilitate with him those people are just sleeping there, these small little girl, little kids, just being at peace, being reborn. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Life, life, life can be difficult. So this is a journey. But what, what I want also to teach people is to understand that there's so many goodies on the journey, so many goodies yeah. for which it's worked yeah yeah and you worked with a gentleman that obviously had a lot of uh deep wounds and was really in that same search of significance and love himself so you took him through that you know that meaning of life and you went really deep there and then you know the second step was the the micro dosing that's when you did the micro dosing and you talked about how this brings clarity through through the now how do i say this ayahuasca is that correct is that the yeah. pronunciation of the plant yeah, I, I think from what I know, yeah, yeah I don't know. In, I never been into um, the wild with them, with the tribus uh, yet. Uh, it's my dream, but yeah. 
Yeah, so so in that second session where or you know you take them through the microdosing and they receive clarity, um, what what does that do? Like what significance it does that have for that person to be obviously going through the strategy therapy and then you know into this next element where they're suddenly taking a plant. Hmm. Um, we have to understand that what um, ayahuasca does is um, opening ourselves emotionally. So even if we don't want to be there, we're going to be whatever we need to be in order to, to see and love. And so it's going to open us uh, our capability to feel, to see, with more clarity and also to heal ourselves because again it's it's a reality you see but this time with much love way much 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 love you are holded you are holded deeply into yeah. that because of the plant and because of myself definitely accompanying you because um as i um as I was saying before, it's a process of you repeating. Imagine, like you've been you've been 30 years practicing something, practicing saying something to yourself about yourself, about the world around, and you understood what it is there and what you need to to do in order to change. But still, it's 30 years. You need to go back and uh, with patience and with love. You need to learn that to act therapy, acceptance and and love and the association of, um, to, to really be able to withhold the new you, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like this is it's for life. Very interesting, you know, because there's a theme here and it's almost like maybe our listeners need to hear it, but in our last previous podcast uh, I was speaking with a shaman and that shaman was saying how she made peace with the people that, you know, that that absolutely hurt and wounded her. And she, you know, developed a, a loving relationship. But it's like, wow, I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure whether I would, you know, have that capacity. But obviously... That's part of what she does as well. But it's interesting that she spoke about that and now you're speaking of it. And I'm like, hmm, okay, maybe I need to hear something here myself. So obviously then once the clarity comes, so they've got the meaning of life, they've gone deep into the wounds and they've really become, you know, very aware and then they've kind of moved into the, the clarity and the 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 real understanding and then the next part is they become very present and you talk about this like you know because I, th I think a lot of people they may not even know what it means to be present because today we live in such a busy life where everybody's just go 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 so when they come into this kind of presence, I call it omnipresence actually, because it's like, I know what you mean. And this acceptance, you know, what is that? That must bring a lot of inner peace to them. Yes, because you are 
home again where you you should have been since the the moment zero but you could not because there was this distress that you didn't know how to handle you didn't know yeah. how to handle so you're back home again and you can wow <sighs> yeah and and that and that word finding home again <laughs> that's another one that's been coming up I, I don't know maybe the universe is trying to talk to me but you know I guess it's it must be incredible you know like this must have been such an incredible experience for you and for your clients to be able to go through this process and then just find themselves it's like everything suddenly goes quiet they're no longer bombarded by all those old stories so what do you reckon's happening like obviously they grew up and you grew up telling yourself you weren't loved being on this search for significance and it must be like a never-ending search battle so what's it like to suddenly you know do you think it's in the way that you suddenly change the the narrative of the the inner child and you 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 shift those stories yeah definitely it's uh, awareness of that that's why it's important that's why i thought it's i want this next year i really want to start working with more clients in this new format intervention and uh, the microdosing process because you, you understand, you understand there. And then once you are seeing your life as it was, once you realize that it was you at that age and it hasn't to be you right now, because pain, it's life. Suffering, it's, it's optional. Like pain makes part of yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It's really optional. When you realize, hey, I'm here. It's like that mouse. I really like that thing. They use it in um, the medicine. Um, uh, sorry. Um, I do. I don't. I do. It's so bad with the names. Anyway, so it's this mouse. Imagine Jerry, right? So Jerry sees Tom. And he has to run away because there's distress and runs away. And what's happening in his body, like um, the, 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 the cells are going to grow. The cells of respiratory tract because they need to run faster because it's death or life situation, right? But yeah. what happens in our life? We are in that moment in death and life situation when we are kids. And since our brain are so opened, to learn to make new connections what's happening the defect is that tom runs away and there's two options tom's uh sorry jerry uh, the, uh, runs away there's two options jerry is gonna die tom is gonna take him is gonna eat him or jerry is gonna be alive and he's gonna escape what's happening the error in the human mind is that we we never escape we are there we are blocked in that so when you realize that you are, when you unblock yourself of that emotion and you are in the present moment and you realize, hey, Tom is at his home and I'm, I don't know, I'm here, wherever I am, right? Then a new world is opening in front of you. 
Yeah, yeah, because you, you're kind of putting it into perspective and, and recognising, because I, I don't know that our subconscious mind actually knows time as such. It's it's kind of outside of time. So when we heard stories like Tom and Jerry, I, I thought you would have been too young to, to remember that cartoon actually. But, um, yeah, when, you know, because the subconscious is operating like the universe actually and it doesn't know time, it doesn't know good from bad, it just does whatever it needs to do to help us to survive. Yeah. And so when we're kind of like, you know, holding these old stories that I'm not good enough or the rejection or the patterns that come from our past, our subconscious doesn't realise, hey, hang on a minute, Adela, it's a new day. It's mm -hmm. it's a new day. It's mm -hmm. That's the way it was. And, and that's what I'm hearing you really, you know, in your metaphor, you know, really expressing. And, and I love that. And I love the next part because this part was really, to me, it was, I, I, in fact, I would even call my program something around this because I'm, I'm all over it. But the next element is stepping into their warrior of love. Mm -hmm. And so some crap, I want to say something here yeah. uh, because it, it, this is very important what you said. It's there's no time for the subconscious mind. So what we do into in the intervention as well, what we do, we go back. Uh, I use different techniques depending on the person, depending on their necessities. Or maybe I use, for example, the timeline technique. The other yeah. day I was speaking about the beauty, <laughs> right? So you need to go there. You need to go there in time. You need to use your imagination and go there. So I use this technique where you can release that moment, but actually yeah. from within, from the feeling. Because what we are trying to do in society, we are trying to escape of the feeling, but the key is the feeling. The, the beauty is behind that fear of, of holding it. It is. It's so, that's so, so true and so interesting. Because, you know, I was just thinking just then as you said that, that that's what everything is about. You know, when you think about it, like, whether a person's coming to you to your program because they want to find the ultimate love and peace and they've been obviously attracting a lot of toxic relationships and you know they've been because they're basically just been playing out that same pattern over and over and over again because that's how our, our, our subconscious mind operates better on autopilot than it does on a new thing so you're breaking that pattern and you're putting that into perspective and you're timelining your client so that they understand so you're going back and you're getting them to touch into those points where they can really shift but they can come into an awareness of that and then they come into this warrior of love and 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 it's almost like the learnings the learnings of the past can you talk us through this the warrior of love and how they've learned so much from the past to become that warrior of love yeah 
It's uh, the journey of finding who you are, actually. That's the return. Because once you are able to see, to recognize, and to work on the things that are not you, are just a pattern, are just there to teach you something. Once you are able to work with that and start healing that, and again, it's a process, it takes as much time as it needs. And there's a very important thing to understand. When a child needs to cry, you don't say to the child, stop crying after five minutes. You withhold them as long as they need, right? As long as they need. Because, again, there was nobody in the first place there for, for them. For your inner child, there was nobody there. That's why the trauma. That's what Gabor Mate says. The trauma is the result of not what happened, but the fact that you were alone meanwhile happened and you had to shut down all your systems and, and create that mm. uh, help support SOS pattern, you know? That yeah. was, was, was good at that moment because it made you survive through it, but now it doesn't serve you anymore. So the warrior comes from the courage to watch deeply into that wound to learn and to withhold it and with love because then you don't reject it you withhold it for as long as it needs and once you do that wow it's you it's you unleashed it's you free i love it I'm just feeling all the layers peeling back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As you're saying it, it's like you're taking away all the stories and all the old and you're getting them to face it and then you're getting to the real core of who they truly, truly are, which is absolutely incredible. And it's interesting that I attract so many people just like you onto this show because, I mean, apart from the fact that <laughs> it's called Terry Mess Messenger's Genius Zone, so it is all about people who find their life purpose through their own wounds and they turn their story into their glory, which is exactly what's happening here. But this is also what you are teaching, which is just just so incredible. It's um, amazing. And then, of course, you are moving through that warrior of love where they really are now coming home to their, their core self, having really kind of unleashed all of that. Mm -hmm. They come into their truth and their empowerment in, you know, that last session. So so what happens for your clients? What happens to their lives? So I find that when you heal something at such a deep level, like it may be like you're talking love and that's that's really about your topic, but it's interesting that when you release whatever is at the core base and you pull it out and you just release it, mm -hmm. it's, it's almost as if in that moment of truth they have this whole domino effect. I don't know, do you know what I mean by a domino? Like mm -hmm. a ripple? Yeah. Like a, a ripple You make effect. space for new things. Yeah. You just make space for you, new things. You make space for yourself. Again, love, being here. Yeah. 
letting yourself, not being afraid, not being afraid to love, for example. This is not being afraid to love because that implies a lot of being afraid of suffering, yeah. which is what you usually have been living in, in the past, no, as a child. Um, and just, and what I like to think and what I love about my work, guys, and I want to say again, thank you, you, Debbie, for doing these um, sessions and for uh, uniting people and in the way you do. And thank you so much for your work. And thank you for everybody that is listening right now and is doing something in their lives to understand those patterns, to see those emotions, to heal those things. Because you know what? It's a better place for all of us. Yes. It's a better place for our kids. It's a better yes. place for our new generation. And we are going to be able to give what we didn't have back then. Yes. And that's why I love the work that has my friend uh, Chantal Pushistan. She's working on with clients, with her clients on um, consciousness conceiving. Like, and she, and as me, you know, we focus on, on what's happening inside of you so you can be conscious, so you can be yourself. So you can give yourself, so you can attune to your own child. You can attune to your own life. And you touch people around you. How would you? That is, that's amazing. I love that. that that's so damn gold right there. Right on, sister. Love. Right on, right on. I, I've got a very important question for you now because I know that a lot of people, especially those that can relate to a lot of the wounds and the uh, a rejection and abandonment and the love issues and, and really coming back to the core of themselves. Um, Adela, obviously because you're working with people, you know, in person but also online, what happens, let's just say someone from Australia, I'm, I'm from good old down under here right in Australia, um, who we have so many tight laws and I know that there are, you know, that they are actually passing new kind of elements of CBD and, and this kind of thing to really help people um, that are in pain and, you know, there is, I, I do believe, you know, we're warranted there is a time and a place. But let's just say someone from Australia contacts you and wants to work with you. Um, what's the, what would be the case for the microdosing? Like, what would be the situation there? And is it like, is it possible? Is it legal? And is it okay? I mean, I know that it is very much what where I you are in your country again but yeah the last time i checked and i come to know the the, uh, the news first my uh, um, australia congrats you're opening to psychedelics i'm so proud proud of you <laughs> <laughs> don't um, hold your breath though <laughs> <laughs> no 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 this is gonna happen really 
uh, yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Look, I I do, and I think there is a definite. There's a definitely a time and a place, and I know that it's fully all above board where you're coming from. And I know a lot of my mentors, they go away and they do very much um, ceremonials. But um, let's just take a break just for a moment, guys. If this is resonating with you. Or maybe you know someone that is in a situation where they truly require to have a breakthrough in their life. They, they require a revelation. They require someone who has been through the whole situation of what it's like to feel abandoned, unloved, rejected. I want you to do the world and anybody a big favor number one subscribe okay subscribe to this channel so that we will have more people willing to come on this show and really add value for free and if you have someone that you know really would love to be to hear this podcast and 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 just hear what Adele has gone through and what she is providing. Let them know, share it, give it a give, give them a gift of life, and put it in their inbox or their email. So you know, I always love to ask this question, right, Adela? But if there is something that after the show's done. And you go away because you've got this beautiful program and we know that you put the two together in your strategy therapy, your timeline therapy and your knowledge, your experience and everything you do is just such a credit to you. If there's something that you wished you had have said on the show, is there something you would like to say now so that after the show is done and dusted, you won't think, Oh, I left that out. Is there any pressing words of conviction on your soul before I let you go? Mm. It's coming to being grateful for the work we're doing, guys, um, for the steps we're making, we're taking, all of us, for make this a better world. doesn't matter who arrives first. We are one, we're together. Um, and yeah, let's 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 cut with the past. Let's let's live to the present and the future. And the present. The present. Absolutely. Live to the present and yeah. visualize for the future. And you know, yeah. even Elon Musk and the billionaires agree with what you just said because gratitude anything you are grateful for you will get more of adela thank you so much for your time this has just been um incredible unique on so many different levels and and i just thank you uh and the viewers out there that i know that are going to get touched and especially the ones that really need to hear this so thank you so much Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so would you like to know how to take the next step? The next step is you may want to bring your legacy onto my show. And by the way, 
If you haven't subscribed to my show, make sure you do and tell it to your friends because we are always bringing some ingenious content every single week. But if you are ready to go really, really deep with your zone of genius, you can contact me so we can absolutely go through all of those teachings and trainings and high energy frequencies and put you right here on the red carpet where you can really expound your most powerful message. So how can you do that? You can reach me by my website or find the link in this chat. You can also go to my bio on social media and you will find me. And you can even find the podcast launching pad in my bio to click in to an appointment so you can come on this show and you will get all backstage grooming. You will get backstage. You will be in a vortex where we will actually harness you in creating your message and your magic and your zone of genius and taking you through this beautiful formula and launching your service, your legacy on this show. And everybody watching is going to know, everybody listening, should I say, is going to know that you are getting the best of the best in their field. So keep watching, keep sharing, keep playing. And remember, if you are looking for a powerful transformation to live your legacy life, I am just a click away. So go ahead and click in and I look forward to seeing you on the next program. See you soon.